Hey, kid, we're going to say some stuff, and uh, your parents will be real upset with us if they hear you repeating it, so scram. Get out. All right, on with the program. Hiya, it's your boy, Sketch. First of all, I want to thank you all for listening this far. And an extra big thanks to those of you who have rated us five stars on their podcast platform of choice. Everyone's here this time, and we will never leave you again. We promise. A lot of people were sick uh, during this recording, uh, which resulted in some minor audio issues. So the quality might vary a bit, but it should still be entirely audible. Uh, so before you venture past all the unrinsed dishes that someone loaded at the front of the dishwasher, so now you have to get your hands all dirty just to place your plate in the only available spot. How about you join us in avoiding reality? Delve deeper into the depths of Agatha with the help of a companion flashbot and the good old cellular phone, our dutiful employees have made many new discoveries about the chasm, including the room of its most famous inhabitant, Atlas, filled with journals, schematics, and all the things an adventurer could need. A series of old emails between Mr. Pawpaw Prospector and what seems to be their employee handler, Dimpleton, detailing the horrifying events that took place in Agatha over 900 years ago, However, they've not lost track of their objective, and let a message to young Lucius Cloudfall ring throughout the many intercoms in the halls. Meet up in the birthing chamber, where the Agathans were first discovered. Robert, Meredith, Crablad, and Wick, you guys are all in the communications room still, and Clint, you're outside doing God knows what. Well, just tidying up, you know. <clears throat> Robert, while Clint is outside, Robert reaches for the intercom. He's he's still frustrated with how Clint just kind of took over and didn't really ask anyone for any other opinions. And he's just like holding on to the communications and waiting for Clint to get back. Does, does anybody care about this other than Clint who is not there? I remember we we stopped Clint from destroying the communication device, didn't we? Yeah, it is yeah. not destroyed. It is it mm. is functioning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I care about that. Okay. Do you want do you want to stop him or assist him or what do you want to do? Do you want to like maybe block the door for Clint? There's many things you can do. I'll I'll be right. I'll be right back in. Just you know, just out here for just now. Um, all coming back in now. Just in a matter of. Seconds. Any second now. <laughs> I'm just out here being distracted. <laughs> Don't mind me. Please do continue with your work. I I'm heading back in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Robert just makes eye contact with Clint and is like, well, Clint, I think we should put it to a vote. What are we 
As a group, think it's better to meet in the birthing chamber or in Atlas's room. Because I don't think you've really considered the, the group's opinions. You just kind of made a decision for everyone else. Which I don't think is necessarily what a leader should always do. Wait, does, does, does that mean you guys, you, think, you guys think I'm the leader? No. <laughs> Not at all. No, but you certainly act like you are. You just said it. You can't take it back now. I mean, that'd be cruel. <laughs> well, I think Atlas's room is harder to find since the, the, the entrance is magical or something. So maybe the birthing chamber is easier to, to get to for everyone. We've already announced, we've already announced the plan. Yeah. You want to change the plan in this place where time works all funky? That doesn't seem wise. But the intercom can be heard everywhere. Mm. And I think Atlas's room is an easier place to find. Like, we've been there before. We know how to get there. We know the kid has been there. Oh, that's true. We don't know if the kid knows how to get to the birthing chamber. You know this this word that you just used? The, the vote? What is that? <laughs> well, you see, it is maybe maybe it's an Edenite tradition, I guess. Of, uh, if if you're not familiar with it, but uh, people together as a group make a decision, and we count up our opinions, and we you know we add up and see, okay, which opinion has the most people supporting it, and that's oh, like a contest. I, I guess so. All right. Like employer of the month? Huh? No. Uh? No. 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 Uh. <laughs> well, I mean that that is a, that is a thing that does exist. But not like that. But not like that. Okay. So it's a fun contest in which a group of people in different casts come together and all decide which of the leader's opinions to do? Sure, if you want to put it like that, that works for me. Well, which of us is the leader? Robert? Well, we, we don't need to decide a leader, we just need to decide. Where do we want to meet Lucius? Where do we want to tell him to meet us? The place we know that he has been before, or a new place. Which we don't even know if it's safe. Yeah. Show of hands. Who wants to meet at Atlas's room? I, I agree with that. Atlas's room sounds like the best idea. Okay, anyone else voting for it? Voting. I'll vote that it doesn't really matter to me. I just fear that the poor boy has already been waiting for 50,000 years in the birthing pods. Because of the weird time funkiness. But uh, what do I know? I, I don't know exactly how it works. I certainly don't know how to lead anyway. Let's just do whatever you guys think is best. Okay. In that case, Robert grabs the intercom and turns it on. Lucius, change of plans. We will meet in Atlas's room. We know you have been there before. Apologies for if you have made your way anywhere else. But 
We will meet in Atlas's room. Come find us. And that's that's the call here. And this is the call. Cool, cool. Roll a notice, everybody. Roll a notice, everybody except Clint. Oh come on. All this cool. Uh, I rolled a one plus one. I got three plus four. Three plus one. Okay. Uh, four. Four. I got eight. Okay. And Cassie? Did she say seven? I said hold on a second. Oh, okay. But it, but it was, in fact, a seven. Oh, okay. So, Wick, Crab Lad, and Meredith all notice that Clint's butt is suspiciously wet. Gross. Uh, I'm going to pretend not to notice. Can, may, I just, may I just add? He's yeah. doing his best to really, like, subtly draw attention away from it. So what he's doing is he's, like, got his shoulders up. You know? Like, his shoulders are up and he's wiggling them a little bit. Glancing around at people, hoping that, like, they're looking at his shoulders. Is he perhaps doing a little shrugging dance? He's doing a shrugging dance. Damn, dude. How the cards have turned, or whatever. How the cars... How the car, cars from the Cars universe have people in them, or something. How the turns tabled. <laughs> Life is a minecart. So, Robert was the only one that didn't notice it, yeah? Yeah. Beam's like, he's like sort of walking very close to, to Clint's butt, because he also noticed it. And he's just sort of like walking close to it and trying to like cover it, but it's way too high. <laughs> <laughs> Beam is such a bro. He's a homie. Okay. I think we're... Rob? Yes. You get my vote as leader. Okay, I'm okay with that. Anyone else object to it? And I'll... Also! Okay. <laughs> I don't know, do robots get a vote? I mean, he voted, so I don't see why not. I'll tilt it. In that case, I think we should just head towards Atlas's room, as we have told Lucius. Yeah, that's good. Let's go. All right. You guys are heading up. I'd like to. I'd like to linger in the room just a little bit. All right. <laughs> Would you like to do anything? Yes, but they don't know about what I'm doing in the room. Okay. So, Should they, what do you do? You want them to mute, or what do you want? Do you no, want to just no, text I, me? I no. I don't. I don't trust that they can just like pretend they don't know. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Except for Aaron. Actually, Aaron, deafen yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they they all leave, and I'm just, like, in the back, obviously trying to still hide the wet butt. Mm -hmm. And and then, just, like, take a step back into the room, pushing Beam along ahead, because I figure Beam would try to be in the back for some reason. I I just want to head back in the room, and the the chair? There's a chair, right? There's two chairs. There's the one you sat on, and then there's the uh -huh. one Meredith sat on. The chair. Okay, the one that I sat on. I just like to fight it real quick. Okay, <laughs> fight the chair. And fight the chair. 
Okay. Roll a fight. Okay. Roll a six. Okay, tell me exactly what you want to happen. Whatever it is, it happens. I just want... I want to... We'll say... I want to, like, kick the chair so that it spins and any of, like, the dust on it, any of the evidence of, I don't know, a butt print just, like, is gone and all of mm -hmm. that dust, none of it comes on to me. That, that's all. Okay, excellent. It all goes on beam. <laughs> cool. I don't know how that works, but sure. And he goes... <laughs> <laughs> you don't have lungs. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that. <laughs> and then join the rest. Oh, but before before Clint joins us, Wick's going to to mention to everyone like, "Hey, did you see did you see Clint's butt? It was all wet. What's up with that?" <laughs> just thinking about how funny it would be if we're like standing outside, just hearing this really intense like anime battle between Clint and Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Old wet butt. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, hold up just a second, and then then like you know he catches up and then goes goes ahead. Okay, where are we going? You're going to Atlas's room apparently. So you head up the scaffolding, and the strange thing that you notice—it's basically the only thing you notice because now it's like very well lit and it looks more or less the same as when you went down it when it was well lit. But you notice that beam he sort of like he slows down sometimes and he looks around and though he doesn't have much of an expression because he doesn't really have a face you just get a feeling that he's feeling sort of nostalgic right yeah he's just like stopping and like looking around sort of like with a nostalgic wonderment and then he keeps walking i'm gonna stop him before he reboots something no okay. <laughs> before the demon comes out <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Beam. Hello, what's up? How, yeah, what's, what, how are you doing? How are you holding up? Enjoying enjoying this walk? I'm feeling... Fun. I vote that he's not feeling fine. I'll vote... The... Yes. Ah, this voting thing is very useful. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you feel that way, Clint. Yeah, so... You guys get to the part in the scaffolding where there should be two caves, but there are not. And uh, roll me a notice, everybody. Real quick. Two plus one. A three, as that is known. I got a six. I also got a six. I got five. Okay. <laughs> I got a four. Everyone except Wick. You guys notice that there's some new footprints outside of the illusory wall. They are not little boy footprints. Are they big boy? They're big. Big boot prints. Oh, he's a man now. <laughs> Where would he get new boots? 
Sewn from the hide of the caterpillar centipede cat things. <laughs> I'm just thinking it's a mine where workers work. There's probably boots somewhere. Fair. That's fair. Clearly we should be at caution in case whoever these footprints belong to is a foe. How would any of our foes know where we were going? We broadcasted to the entire intercom system. <laughs> Two different locations. That's so confusing. I'd just give up if I were the foe. <laughs> but also, why would our foes already be in the hole? Unless you mean the fucking... The foe hole. <laughs> so, do you guys make any precautions before you enter, or do you enter? What do you do? Mm. I guess Robert just readies his, you know, his gun. Just already keeps it ready and just kind of slowly pro progresses through the illusory wall. Rob, Rob, may may I insist I go first? You're our healer. Okay. Yes, behind me, where it's safe and wet. Let's go. <laughs> I'll prepare my baseball bat to swing it if there's something that needs to be swung upon. And the rest of you, anything? I want to turn into a ball that has like a circular saw blade going around it. Okay, interesting. This gotta be something we can do. Just roll, <laughs> and I'll tell you how well it goes. Let's do that. Just roll, and I'll tell you how well you create this shape. What am I rolling with? Uh, a, si a sixer. Yeah, but no like additional things. No additional things. Five. Five? Yeah, you do that, but the since it's not a perfect success, the saw blade makes like the movement sort of awkward. Like it's always out. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Ray's gonna be kind of oh. kind of cutting through the ground a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're like going slow, it's just like sort of making like a track. Yeah, yeah. Stabby crabby. Do you want to do anything like a sneaky thing, or do you just want to like waltz right in? Stealth. We should we should definitely progress slowly and quietly, as quietly as we can. Is is anyone here very good at being sneaky? No. Beam. Beam. This? Could you go check it out for us? No, 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 no. I don't think that's a good idea. Why not? <laughs> he very loudly exclaims, Lith! That is what I mean. It's like he's excited about it. And he immediately starts heading in there, clanking away. Beam lives down here, though, so like everyone that's been here before would know. Hey, come back and come back and tell us if it's clear. Oh, he's gone. He <laughs> he walks uh, through the illusory wall, and you can hear the echoing clanking of his little <laughs> legs on the hard surface. Well, guys, look, I wasn't thinking he'd be the stealthiest of us, but, you know, like, infiltrating as a local spy. A spy. And you also hear, hello, everybody there, hello. <laughs> really does not seem to be behaving like a local. He walks back. <laughs> he comes out, out and he's like, oof. It's a cave. It's a cave. It is a cave. It's okay. 
Yeah, it's isekai. That's what he said. It's another world. <laughs> it's another world in there. Well, I guess we I can go in then. All right. So we head in. Still, still remain at caution, but. So, as y'all enter, you hear a noise, a, a whistle that's sort of like echoing through the hallway, just like bouncing off the walls. Getting louder as you get inside. Kind of a jaunty whistle. Who's jaunty? John Travolta? <laughs> yeah, it's like a John Travolta whistle. <laughs> okay, so we hear the whistle. Can we kind of echolocate where it's coming from? It's coming from the, like the end of the tunnel. So from Atlas's room? Yes. And just a just a quick reminder, but this tunnel, is this the one that's like a big room that would have been part of uh, a biggin excavating part? I mean the the tunnel itself would have been part of the the biggin's ribs, yeah. Right. Okay. I'm just going to keep walking forward. Is everybody just going to go there? Yeah. I'm I'm with the rest of everyone. Okay, so you get to the room that looks like a like a dorm room kind of vibe, like a one room apartment, a studio apartment. And in the corner sat near the desk on a chair. You see the figure whistling. And it resembles a lunar lizard, but it looks way more bony, like a reptile skeleton covered in fading layers of skin. Oh my god. The figure is wearing overalls and a 10-gallon hat, and as you enter, he stops whistling, and he turns to you, and he says, Why, howdy! How'd y'all make it all the way down here, huh? And it's difficult to recognize him in his current condition, but you swear that it is Paw Paw Prospector standing before you. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Robert turns to whisper to the group. It, didn't he, like, commit suicide or something? No, no, suicide is a, is a strong word. I made a mark on history by saying something about a cause that means a lot to me. Social suicide. I believe y'all are encroaching a bit on that mark of mine by trying to smuggle agatite out of here. And I don't like that very much. We're not trying to smuggle anything. No, 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 you shut your mouth. <laughs> we are indeed trying to find Lucius, a kid that has been missing. Oh, the, the little one that came in before to get the agatite. Is that what he's doing? So you're, you're, his, you're his compatriots, huh? We're not his comp- Gonna kill his dad? That's what he told me. He told me he got all, he's got, getting all the agatite he can. He gonna murder his dad. I think that's a bit fucked up, don't you? Yeah. Robert turns to whisper to the group again. Are we sure 
this is actually Papa and not just another Grammold? Well, Papa was more of a... He didn't like Agitite. It was killing his friends, right? Yeah. It was killing all his workers. Yeah. And he just wanted to stop. We saw in the emails that Meredith read out that there was an altercation between him and Dimpleton. Dimpleton? Dimpleton. Dimpleton. What about Dimpleton? He's a bad guy. Well, he's your superior. Yeah. And he's a bad guy. <laughs> but what were you saying about him? Clint, you were there when we read the emails. Nope. Me left. Okay. I was not. Um, okay, right, right, you left. We read the emails on the computer, and it turns out that Dimpleton, all the way back when Papa was having his prime of his life, he was forcing Papa to collect the agatite. How... Far back was this exactly? Uh, it was about 900 years ago. 900 years ago, you say? Interesting. Yes. So that's who this old peely dinosaur is, then? Who thinks that he owns all the agatite in this place? Who are you? I, I, I say to the guy we presume to be Papa Prospector. Nah. Oh! Peter! Pander, prospector, but most of y'all might know me as Papa. But I ain't your Papa. This guy thinks that he's Papa Prospector. So, Crab Lad, you notice that Papa, or the person who says he's Papa, is reaching for something. Do I murder an old man? <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a split second decision. You either notice and do something, or you just let him grab it. I mean, I could just yell to everybody that he's reaching for something. Also possible. So I'm, uh, yeah, I did that. Do it. Uh, look out, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> huh? Robert just ducks down on the ground. Clint will step in front of the party as much as he can, try to lock eyes with the this foe. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so Clint, uh, roll me an athletics. Okay. Don't have that one. Yes, I do. No, I, I don't worry, I rolled it. I got a one plus one. One plus one. Okay, let me just... Okay, so he swings for you. Oh, and he hits you. Oh, with an agatite pickaxe. Oh my god! So I'm gonna roll how much he does damage. All right, that's a. <laughs> That's a one, and you roll a physique to see if he actually hits you with it. Okay. Or if he just, like, scratches your suit or whatever. Hold a two plus one. Two plus one. 
So that means he does no damage on you. Can you explain what happens? Okay, so he... He's, like, sort of sitting, hunched over, right? Mm -hmm. And he reaches for his Agatite pickaxe, which was just on the ground next to him. You guys were a bit distracted by this fucking skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) And he swings at you but he seemingly just just barely misses even though you don't you don't even move is what it looks like it looks like you don't even move but maybe you like take- oh i've i've got a suggestion what if i just like very subtly have his blow land on my cufflink and it like deflects it just just a bit that's good, yeah. So his 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 pickaxe just like slightly deflects off your cufflink, and you hear like a ching, and he goes, oh, I, "I guess the jig's up. Y'all are gonna have to die. I I ain't I I am not letting any agatite get out of this damn mine. Now I tried to send the, the grammals to get you to get out of here, but you're not getting. You're just going further and further down, so I guess I'm going to have to handle it myself. And he he whistles, and seven grambles come out of the wall. Is, is, is he, like, pointing with the pickaxe? Is he swinging it around still? No, he sort of, like, has it at his side now after, like, swinging and missing. Right. So here's the thing, you guys are in combat now, which again, is a conflict. It can be resolved without fighting, but he wants to fight. He very clearly wants to fight you. And he is a bit special because he has four actions per turn. I think Aaron also has two actions per turn. And then there's also the Grammals, which there are seven of currently. Question. Yeah. What is my penalty if I want to, like, shift forms again? I just have to roll for it, and then we see how well it happens. <laughs> he's got to roll for it, because he's a ball right now. That's a good one. That's pretty good, yeah. Funny. <laughs> I want Dr. Octopus legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doc Ock! Doc Ock? Well, you know what? You're not you're not going to believe it, but I rolled a six. You rolled a six? Okay, you get six legs. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the max number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six legs. Right as Clint must be saying, we'd better get a leg on. <laughs> and makes to back up, but kind of looks and defers to Rob. Robert grabs... I guess we're in combat, but like, I don't know. He did a thing. Yeah. Who's who's going first? Aren't we discussing like who's going first? Because I I'm like I'm pointing my I'm casting my vote on Rob going first. If that's how we're deciding turn order. Yeah, but basically he went first, right? And then you guys just decide if you want to react to this or if you want to wait and let him or let him or any of the Grammals do something. That is where I'm putting it right now. I definitely want to react. Mm-hmm. Robert grabs a rotten tomato and attempts to throw it right at Papa's face, like trying to like cover his his sight. You know, like. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. So is that a shoot? That's a shoot. Yeah. 
have disadvantage though, so I roll twice, yeah, and then like the lower one. Yep. Correct. Okay, so the first one's a four and then a six. So four plus three is still a seven. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, you hit him for one damage, I guess, and also the the effect of the of the Rotten Tomato, which I don't remember what it does. Let me see. Just gives like a disadvantage on the next roll of the character. So one of the Grammolds is going to try to get close to, to or is going to get close to Papa and sort of like roll up around his arm like a shield. Oh, that's gross though. Like, what? what? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Not what I said, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna use one of Pawpaw's actions to just wipe the tomato off so you can actually see. I'll roll for that. Two. No, he doesn't do it. He can't see at the moment. May I take an opportunity or is that out of turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use my weird, use my weird metal, metal tentacle legs to try to like tie his limbs together so he can't swing anymore. Mm-hmm. Roll a fight, I guess, unless there's a... Yeah, that's it. Is there a grapple? No. Yeah, it's just fight. Well, fight. we did do something for, a, like, a grapple. Oh, yeah, physique, yeah. Yeah, yeah do physique. Do physique. Either way, it's five. It's a five? Yep. Okay, come on, dice. Don't be a fucking bastard. <laughs> I've been rolling all ones. There we go. Thank you. Uh, no, he's he's very strong. He, like he, his frail physique would not make you think so, but when you try to grab him, he just like breaks loose immediately. He's very strong. So another centipede scuttles up to him, and he grabs it in his tail. Oh my! God. And he's gonna use that as a whip to. Let's establish zones right now. Mm-hmm. So where would you guys say that you're standing currently? We're going to say there's two zones and one you're in range of attack. The other you are not in range of attack unless it's long range. I'm standing on the floor. Mm-hmm. But are you are you OK? Let's say zone two is where Popeye is and you can reach him with close range attacks. And zone one is where he is not. My guess is that Wick and Crablad and Clint would be in Zone 2. I don't know if Wick has made his way to Zone 2 yet, taking the necessary steps, but Rob threw a Rotten Tomato and was definitely behind Clint. Yeah. So my assumption would be that the other members of our party, Robin, Mer, Mer, are further back? Would that be accurate, or what do you guys think? I think that... Yeah, Robert definitely is further back. Okay. What about Meredith? Yeah, she's further back. Okay, cool. And Wick, are you further back or? Yeah, I'm. I'm with the others. Like, I imagine Clint being zone one or okay. sort of just in between the two zones. Yeah, I would. I I thought I was like the closest, but I guess Crab Lad took an action and got closer, right up on top of him. So it'd be. Like proximity wise, Crab Lad, then me, then 
what wick rob mare something like that yeah that's how i'd imagine it okay uh so he is gonna first wildly swing his pickaxe okay great and crab lad mm -hmm. and uh you're gonna have to beat a 10. oh my god Rolling what though? But you roll physique. I can't like that's physically impossible. <laughs> yeah. You don't oh, you don't okay. have a physique, then you just roll a clean die. Well no, I have it, but I just mean yeah, yeah. So I rolled a six in total. A six? Okay. I'm just saying it would be impossible to beat a ten because my max is seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's that's life, man. What you gonna do? <laughs> that means that you take four harm or four physical stress. It. I know that you've you've like in pretty great detail described this Atlas's study room previously. But what what kinds of <coughs> office supply like things might be lying around here? Books, pens, papers, a desk. A desk? <laughs> There's a desk. A desk, yeah. Okay. It's a desk, yeah. All right. Might might be like a like a little trash trash bin. Oh, so I wouldn't. No, we be. can't go that route again. <laughs> you could do something different with it. Put it on his head or something. I don't know. Give him more armor. <laughs> <laughs> uh. How are we doing the turn order thing here? Are we like stepping out of character and then discussing it? Or are we just doing things whenever we like? Because it's not a fixed I think order, you, right? I think we sort of intuit it, uh, but if one of you does something, that means one of them do something. Okay. If yeah, that's kind of where we're intuiting it, that is. Can, can you give us like the. Can we can we interpret that then in that we kind of can like give each other little looks or, or something to Yeah, you can you can talk to each other. Oh we can talk to he's each other. He's not stopping you Yeah, he's not stopping you from talking to each other. Alright, while Crab Lad's getting attacked, Clint is still trying like he's been nervously looking at Rob since before Rob threw the rotten tomato. Because Rob's supposed to be the leader right now. But Clint's not hearing any any like commands or anything, and so Clint finally just up and says, "Rob, hey Robbie, yes, what's on the agenda here?" Okay, let's pull back, Crablet. We need to we need to give him a tomato. I need to give him a tomato. Let's pull him back and get him away from the maniac with the pickaxe. What what sort of position is Crablet in? Is he knocked down? No. Okay. Can I just... He's just hurt. Can I grab him then? So right now, right? Currently, what is happening with Crab Lad is he has taken four stress, which means he can take a moderate consequence. He can also just keep going, but then he risks getting six stress or more and getting a severe consequence. Once you hit six, you definitely get a severe consequence. Mm. So yeah, Robert would suggest like just pulling him back so he can... Give him, like, one of his tomatoes. Mm. Give me that moderate consequence. 
You want a moderate consequence? Yeah. Okay, he can't poison you because you're in a mech, so he breaks your glass. Oh my god. So, like, kind of a blind oh. deal? No, you, you can see just fine. It's just now he can reach you. He can reach the crab if he wants to within the mech. Oh, he, he cracked the shell a little bit, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Like the way uh, Kevin illustrated it. There was like a clear glass where you could see the, the thing yeah. and you broke that. Yeah. Okay. Can I react to that then? I want to I wanna take a swing at the prospector. Yeah, sure. We have to step into the zone first, but you do have two actions. Yeah, that's fine then. I'm going to do that. So as, as Wick is taking a step in, Clint is just asking, Oh, good. You're going to help Crab out. No, I I, I, I respond back to that and say, Grab, 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 lad. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take on Prospector. Can't do it at the same time, though, can I? I let's stay back. Like his pickaxe. If we, if we attack him from a distance, he, he won't be able to hit us with the pickaxe as easily. I want to aim for his pickaxe. I want to smash it with my baseball bat. Smash a pickaxe. Well, knock it out of his hand. Ah, disarming. Yeah. Okay. Give me a fight. Six plus five. Wow. Six plus five. That's pretty oh. good. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm swinging my baseball bat at his hand. That's going to shatter his bones. You swinging it at his hand or at the pickaxe? At his hand, so he can't really use his hand anymore because it's like bone anyway, isn't it? Like his hand's gonna be smashed. So he got a nine. I got eleven. Yeah, mm. I agree. Uh, that <laughs> means that he takes a two, two. Yeah, he takes two stress from that. Right. Which brings him to a total of three stress, uh, which is definitely not enough to knock the pickaxe out of his hand. Damn it! Uh, but it does hurt him. He's like, ow! The hell you doing, boy? <laughs> Can I use my extra um, action? Well, specifically, it's to attack, I guess. Like, so I wanted to, like, knock Crab Lad back into zone two, I guess. Can attack Crab Lad? Yeah. I didn't want to um, attack him, though. I mean, I'm just looking at the thing, and I saw extra action to attack. So it's not yeah, really, yeah, yeah, but you, really you stepped in, so yeah. that was already your action. Mm. Yeah. So, wait, stepping stepping towards him is an action itself? Mm-hmm. Stepping from one zone to another. Oh, right, because he was in zone one. Yeah, switching zones, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit extra just for, for doing a real good role, even though he's very powerful. So what happens is you see his eyes sort of like gloss over for a bit. And he goes, oh, what, what was that? What was that doing? What was that doing again? And he, he sort of like looks at you and he's like, what, Viola? And then he shakes his head and he's like, oh. And he, he's going to slash at Wick. With his centipede whip. Okay. So that is a... You have to beat 
fucking five plus eight. Five plus eight. An eight. You have to beat. You have to, no. You have to beat an eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to beat an eight with your physique. Oh shit. Four plus four. So that's that's it. That's eight. So eight. That's an eight. Yeah. Okay. So then nothing happens from that. Very cool. He he whips at you. And he just hits your hits your bat, and it like sort of deflects off, and the the gramble itself sort of like shakes its head, and he's like, <laughs> "Didn't like that. It was uncomfortable." So then he's he's gonna try to bite at you as well. Oh my god! And that is a four to beat. You gotta beat a four. Six plus four for physique. So that's, that's ten. Uh, he he tries to bite at you, and he sort of like stumbles into zone one oh. by accident, just because he, he he like he he launched for you and he mm. missed. So now he's in zone one. Oh, okay. He's he's with uh, Robert and stuff. Robert and Mare. Yeah, Robert and Mare, and the the Grambles are way back. Not the ones that he has as weapons, but the Good. other ones. The other Grammolds are still in zone two? Yes. Ah. The five remaining Grammolds are still in zone two. Five Grammas in zone two. Yeah. It's y'all to do something. Robert wants to shoot his seat gun at mm. whichever part of Pawpaw seems like the least protected, like the easiest to shoot. I mean, he's just a man wearing overalls. <laughs> And nothing yeah, else. And just like like <laughs> his his hand, honestly, actually. His arms are the most protected at the moment. I would say. Because okay. one of them has a pickaxe and the other one has like a shield. A literal shield. Okay, then just shooting at the feet. Yeah, that makes sense because he is standing right next to you. <laughs> okay, so rolling a shoot. And again, a disadvantage. First roll is 6 plus 3, and then 5 plus 3, so 8. 8 to beat. Alright. No, he just doesn't beat it. He, he like... Uh, he gets one physical stress from this. That is the... He got a, a 7. Okay. And now, now that means also that there is the bullet in Papa. Yeah, so what, what happens is you shoot at him and he does that little, like, bullet dance. <laughs> he does that little bullet dance, but, like, as he puts his last foot down, because he started dancing while you were aiming, because he was just like, oh, you're, you're shooting me, huh? <laughs> show, I'll show you what. And he does the bullet dance, and just as his foot steps down, it gets shot. Yeah. Okay. And then you had to roll to see if you do the seed thing, yeah? Yeah. So just another... Wait, it, that one is a d20, right? Roll d20 each round that a bullet is an enemy. If successful enemy will roll harm with advantage. Oh, okay, that means I roll next round. Okay. For him, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, the Grammals are going to try to step into zone two, stone one where, where Robert and stuff are. But I am going to give both Wick and Clint and is Crabbud still there in zone two? 
Probably. Now you did not get pulled out? I have no idea. I don't know what happened. Okay. All three of you have a chance to stop the, these Grambles from moving back to... To Papa. But I have an idea. What made them huggy before? Clint did. We should see if Clint can make them huggy again, but basically, like, restrain Papa. Huh. Okay. If the Grammals are trying to march past me, I'd, I'd like to kind of just raise my voice just a, just, you know, just a little bit above the din of combat and start talking to all the non-employers in the zone about this interesting new game called voting. <laughs> and I'd like to have all the non-employers in this zone to roll a will save. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we'll roll. It's fucking... So what do they gotta beat again? I guess you roll. You roll first. Roll a will first, and then they have to beat that? Is that how we said it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Good time to roll kind of high. On, Clint! That's a 2 plus 3. Oh, a 5. Okay. You have to beat a 5. Yep. <clears throat> One of them, at least, has got to fail. <laughs> yeah, I rolled I rolled a 4. Okay, excellent. <laughs> And Wick. What am I rolling? Will. Oh, he's yeah, so he fine. Will. He's just the finest Four. of fine. What? Don't you have like Four. plus seven to Will? I got, I got plus three to Will, but I rolled a one. <laughs> what about authority figure thing? Oh, shit, that doesn't apply. Well, you are an authority figure, aren't you? Nope. Not anymore. Oh. Get, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Crab lad rolled a four. This is going great. I have no addition to Will. <laughs> I really wanted to do this first before y'all entered zone two, but I couldn't do anything. Mm, okay. Okay, so what was the number to beat? Five. Five, okay. So let me roll again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Only Crablad is affected, unfortunately. <laughs> and and Wick. And Wick. Yeah, awesome. Both of them so are cool. Affected. In that case, like I'll just cancel it if I can. I don't know. See that see that like I start talking about the vote thing and then see that I did not attract the party I wanted to. <laughs> can I can I not do that? Like yeah, okay, but they still have to roll for a d6 of stress. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. Great. So that means you roll one d6 of stress, and then we evenly distribute that between Crab Lad and Wick. However they want. Welcome, guys. I don't know if it's possible, but, like, while, while I'm doing this... It was four, by the way. So you two decide. While I'm doing this, by the way, I, I'm really trying to, like... With, with facial expressions, communicate to to mayor, like I don't know. Time to use the ultimate secret ninja weapon. 
but with my face. <laughs> you got an ultimate ninja weapon there. So the Grammals do make it over to zone two. And I'm gonna try to... You mean zone one. Zone one, yeah, it's very confusing. I don't know why. Um, zone one is where we all are. Yeah. Right? Yes. Zone two is like further. Yes. yes. Okay. So presently in zone two, the only ones are <clears throat> Wick, Crablet, and Clint. Yeah. So one of the Grammolds is gonna, without notice, try to sneak into Crab Lad's uh, mech. Oh no! <laughs> okay, you guys roll a notice. This is gonna be a rough one, you have to beat 11. Who, who's, everyone's rolling? Yeah, you can try to stop it, you know, if you notice it. We have to beat an 11. Even with as high as my notice is, I can't beat an 11. Oof. Yeah, no way I can do it either. Rolled an eight. Okay, so it sneaks up into Crab Lad's mech and it's gonna try to fight him. <laughs> like, fight the crab. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have to beat a six. I rolled really well. They don't have great fight, but I, I rolled really well. How do I roll for a counter? Physique. No, but I mean, do I do that now or do I have to roll the other one first? And you have to roll the other one first and then you can attack afterwards. What is the other one? Fight? Physique? Physique, though, still. The second one, the attacking one, that's fight. The first one is physique to see if you don't get hit yeah. by this attacking Gremlins. Six. A six does not beat a... Three plus seven does not beat a seven. So you get hit for. I think you just get hit for a one because it's a it's a shift of a one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but you get hit for one physical stress as it bites down on your sh on your cracky shell, exposing a little bit of goo. Gross. Yeah, a little bit of crab goo. Okay, I'm gonna say the most likely thing is the crab lad gets to react to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to pinch onto its nose. Okay, very good. That's a fight. Another six. So physique is. So you got a six, right? Yeah. Okay, you you pinch it on the nose. It sort of like furrows its brow in that classic Garfield like it sort of just goes like whatever and you're holding it but it, it doesn't seem like it cares that you're holding it mm. so it doesn't seem like it necessarily is impossible for it to break out but it, it's happy where it is right now as a brief aside I would just like to say I think everyone should care when they're held <laughs> sketch Yeah. Well, I mean, you do care a lot. You just I do, yeah. You hate it. <laughs> yeah, negatively. Care negatively. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> okay, Cassie hasn't done anything yet. Let's have Cassie do something. There are five Gramwolds. Well, currently four Gramwolds near you because the other one is in Kevin's mech. Ew. Yeah. Just like sort of circled around him being poked on the nose. 
He's in Kevin's claws. <laughs> yeah. He's like circled around Kevin like a serpent, but Kevin has like his nose <laughs> in his claws. <laughs> Kevin is a hood ornament for a Gramold. Well, see, I was expecting that when I pinched onto its nose that it would like just kind of flail around. But no. No, he didn't hit it enough. Uh, and yeah, so there are four Gramolds generally around you and Robert. And uh, is anybody else in there? No, just you and Robert currently. So there are four Gramolds around you and also Pawpaw is there. But he, he sort of like stumbled, so he's sort of like getting to his feet currently. Meredith is going to just use her knife and just stab at the closest grambled to where she is. Okay, that's just any grambled really. Yeah. Uh, any of the four. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, roll a fight and then what's, what's about your knife again? Target struck with knife, roll a d20. Requiring a mixed success or higher. If target fails, they're afflicted by bleed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I rolled a six. You rolled a six? Right. Okay, I will see about the physique of this ground if it can. Damn, okay, it also got a six. Very nice. Well, beats. Good for me. Yeah, so you don't hit it. It sort of just like slinks out of the way. They're very fast. So, Pawpaw gets to his feet again. And he's going to swing at Meredith. Yeah, he's going to swing at Meredith with his poisonous pickaxe. That is a two plus three. A five. You have to beat a five. So I rolled a four. Four. Okay, he hits you for one stress, and you have agatite poisoning right now. And that means that every turn, which I don't know what that means in this case, because we don't have like straight turns. I guess I'll just ask you every now and then to roll a d6 to see if you get knocked prone in an anaphylactic shock. But not right now. We'll, we'll do it that later. That's exciting. That's fun. What was Might it called? What, one more time for the, the agaphila... Agatite poisoning? I, agaf, agaphylactic... Oh, anaphylactic shock? Anaphylactic shock. Yeah. So what happens when you have like an allergy and you, your system says, no, no, thank you. And you are in grave danger. So Robert has that there's still the, the seat like stuck in Pawpaw's feet, right? Yeah, so yeah, he just tried to do something, so I have to check if he That's true. That's true. Okay. Uh My my idea is that Robert would be like trying to manipulate the seat, like the growth, and like trying to knock over Pawpaw off his feet feet like just knock him over again 
It's. I mean, that's not really what it does, but I like it, so whatever the fuck. Roll it. Roll a, a d6 and we'll see. Like, basically, you'll need a... A uh, two. Come on. A two? No, that does not do it. Nothing happens. Yeah. It just has a bullet wound in his foot, which does not seem to bother him. At all. Okay. <laughs> so I think instead... Robert rushes over to Crab Lad and, and tries to shove a tomato down his little crab mouth, I guess. <laughs> okay, you guys are in different zones, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. so stepping over to that zone is going to be one action for you. So. You know what? Instead, how about you can throw Robert you can throw throws a tomato. the tomato? Oh! Oh! <laughs> you can also throw it to Clint if you want. I think, yeah, that makes the most sense. I'm like, Robert yells out to Clint, Hey, Clint, give this to Crab Lad. And he attempts to throw a tomato. Okay. Roll the shoot. With a disadvantage, yay. <laughs> oh, no. So first roll is a six. And another six. Oh, okay. So awesome. Plus three, that's a nine. Perfect toss, we're gonna say that Clint doesn't even need to roll anything to grab it. He just grabs it, like... It's as if he didn't need to move at all, it just lands in his hand. Nice. Which is funny too, because Clint was like waving at Rob, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda gets a tomato. Is the buck passed to Clint then? Or... Yeah. Okay. Cool. In this tag team thing, Clint would like to do four actions in a row. Super cool and fine, right? So my first one... Nope. One action. Alright! Yeah. Clint caught that with his... non-dominant hand, which will not yeah, be not disclosed. Yeah, not counting that as an action, obviously. Will not be disclosed at this time. <laughs> and he's gonna use his... another hand, but I won't say which one it is. Do, uh... <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna say <clears throat> Clint's within range, I think, of this Crab Lad, yeah. Crab Lad and also Atlas's old the Deskaroonie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clint Clint would love to just rip a leg, a juicy leg off this desk. And <laughs> Okay. And we'd really like to file a complaint with this <laughs> Grammold. Who's like wandering off from his desk job? I do a physique. Okay. I have that. Six. A six? Yeah. Alright, you, you rip that leg right off. Yeah. And the, the desk falls to the ground. Like, sort of like. Like the other leg breaks, and now the desk is like half on the ground. Exactly as I wanted it. Is that all my action? Is that the, the whole thing? Or do I also get to attack the guy? I wanted to do it in like kind of like one big soup, like rip off desk smash. But okay, yeah, do it, do it. But who are you smashing? Because you're not in the zone with anybody. What do you mean? With, I'm in the zone with Crablet. I want to smash the Gramble that's that he's attached oh, to. Oh yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, trying that's... to defend my homeboy here. Look, us, us, us underpaid employees. Blue collar workers, you know, we gotta look out for each other when the going gets rough, when the grandmas come to town. So Clint says, Hang on, crab lad! 
and back to the desk with you. Attack. So I should get advantage on this? Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's an incorporated attack, I guess. Remind me what advantage means exactly. Roll twice. Okay. Take the highest number. I have rolled twice. Got mm. a five plus. This is fight, yes? Yeah. Nine. Yeah, you smashed the shit out of it. And it goes flying into the wall and just dies. It dies. And you you notice that Pawpaw, he looks over. He does not look happy with that. He looks like sort of like you physically hurt him. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, oof. Good. Yeah, that he did not like that at all. So I'm gonna have him step over to your zone. Okay. And whip at you. That's with superb. His, with his extended tail, his extended tail whip. Okay. He's not fooling anybody, it's just another Gramold attached to his butt. It is, yeah. I mean, he also has a long tail, but it's, it's very long. <laughs> he could actually just have been slashing at you from the other one place, but whatever, he has four actions, I don't need to. Wow, what a luxury. <laughs> he hits you with a... 6 plus 2, which is 8. Right? 8. Okay. Two with an eight. Man, I sure would love to say that this is a high-stress work environment. <laughs> I would not say this is a work environment. I sure would love <laughs> to say that uh, that, I, that that Clint loves violence. <laughs> he does love violence, so he should be cool with this. No, what I meant was this is. Hmm. Clint really doesn't like, <laughs> like, he hates failure. And getting hit by this whip would be failure. <laughs> well, then we'll see how, what he does after he gets hit by it. Oh, bro. Okay, <clears throat> I'll roll for it. Whatever. Yeah. I roll physique, right? Yeah, you roll physique. I'm dead. I die. You're dead? Yep. <laughs> what did you roll? He had an eight. I rolled a one. My physique is one, <laughs> so that's two. So there's a difference of six. Okay, you get a severe consequence. Is that what happens at three? No, that's what happens at six. Robert, Robert shouts, Eat the tomato! Can't just do that whenever I freaking want. And <laughs> would be nice. You're holding it! I don't have free actions! I can't just take any <laughs> amount of actions. I have to wait until someone says I can go. Physical stress and mental stress all the way up to three, no? No, just physical stress up to six. You take a severe action. What? Okay, it's automatically a severe consequence. Do I also have physical stress on me, though? No. No. Okay. Unless you had some before, in which case you still have that, I guess? Nope, didn't have any before. All right, then what? Okay, do, do you pick the consequence for me? I pick the consequence. So fun. Yeah, give me a second to think about this. Hmm, I want an injury, but I also want to injure your pride more. You've already mm. done this. Like, every single episode, you've injured Clint's pride. <laughs> <laughs> and mine. And also my feelings. Yeah. Okay, okay. So what happens is that the whip, it, like, swings around his neck. 
and it tightens real quickly before it goes off again. And what happens is he gets like a real like crick in his in his neck slash like his shoulders get all stiff. So he sort of like has to hunch over to even like to to feel comfortable at all. Like he can't move, so he's sort of like hunched over all the time. That is the that is the severe uh, consequence, which will also be a um, a disadvantage to fight because you can't really swing your arms the way you're used to, and so on. Just just to clarify, you said must hunch over to feel comfortable at all. And like he can't really move out of a hunched over position without being in severe pain. And the severe pain, what are we talking here? Like taking more physical stress? No, no, no. Just he can't. Can't do it. He's not allowed to? I'm not allowed, I'm yeah, not allowed, not allowed to have to. Plant. Okay. I knew I should have practiced those songs from uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> well, all, all it will take is a nice massage, you know? No one will ever massage Plant down in this hellhole. Well, yeah, not in this hellhole. Okie doke. You guys are getting out eventually, right? Probably. Don't you think? Hopefully. No. Yeah, so you're down at least to foreground, so that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, Papa just did something. Clint got hit. It's your, your turn to do something. Uh, I mean, Robert pretty recently did something, so I feel like Crablad or, or Wick. I mean, Wick is with them, right? I believe. So he could technically take the tomato from and feed it to crab lad yeah it could pop out right out of my hand and just roll towards wick would make sense <laughs> okay I'll, I'll do that i'll, I'll feed crab lad the, the the lovely juicy tomato okay excellent that means crab lad how much stress do you currently have just one okay so that means that Instead, Robert takes one stress, and Crablad can remove his stress. Oh my god. So now, Crablad, you are... In, in your mech, you are, you are alone in your mech again. But it, the, the glass is still broken, obviously. And you are in... Zone... 2, which, uh... So is, uh... Papa. Papa. Maybe L will save us from Papa. <laughs> I guess I'd like to make another attempt, but this time I'm going to try to, like, grab and yank the pickaxe out of his hand. Okay, do it. What do I need to roll with? It's a physique. So that is... Five. Yep. Five? No, doesn't work. Yeah, you, you sort of grab at it and he just yanks it back. Mm. He's very strong. I am not very strong. I mean, he's just gonna keep swinging at y'all. <laughs> really, know what else to do? Let him use his ultimate ability. Oh yeah, let's say see if Meredith goes into shock. Okay, uh, Cassie, roll a d6. Am I trying to roll? You're trying to not get a one. That's it. Oh, well, I got a two. Ah, uh, then you're fine. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> like, oh, no. 
Yeah, you felt like a you felt like a sensation of like stiffness in your joints, and you were just like, "Oh, actually, it's nothing. It's fine." Actually, it's just that she caught sight of what happened to Clint. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> "What's happening over there?" Couldn't be me. <laughs> I feel like she she couldn't take another turn just based on how we've we've been going so far. So. Yeah, there's uh, four grandmolds around y'all still. Try to stab one again. Alright. It goes better. Yeah, <laughs> give it a try. Is that rolling? Fight? Yeah, but it's fight, right? Yeah, it's fight. Okay. I rolled a six, so no. It slinks away again. This is, like, stupid because... <laughs> <laughs> the grambles are supposed to be weak and Papa's supposed to be strong. <laughs> oh, Papa's definitely strong. Yeah, that's true. He's pretty cool. I don't know if that's the adjective I would choose.